Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Elaine Starling, and I'm so excited to see you here today. You know, I know so many people who are struggling right now with their physical health. They're just not feeling good. They're in a lot of pain, and that pain may not just be physical. It bleeds over into emotional pain, into mental pain, into spiritual pain. It's it's across the board, and it can be so frustrating when you're working with the traditional medicine community especially where we live in Western medicine world. Well, I'm so excited to have Amy with us today because Amy's mission is to educate and empower those who are struggling with their health on how to reconnect their body's innate intelligence using mother nature as a guide. She finds that when we awaken our inner light and wisdom, we can sync our minds with our bodies and spirit. Amy combines the power of plants along with energy medicine and special breathwork techniques to allow you to live in harmony with your body and environment as your authentic, healthy, happy, comfortable self. That's why I want to talk to Amy. Amy, welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. Thanks, Elaine. That was great. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I love meeting people like you because you've got a different take on the world. You've got a different approach to what life is all about and how we can live our best lives. And that's I mean, that's what abundance means to me. And uh, obviously here we're talking about health and this is the abundance journey. So given that you are helping people experience vibrant health and really learn how to communicate with their bodies, how would you define abundance? Yeah, so abundance to me is freedom. Freedom from sickness, freedom from illness, freedom from what someone's telling you to do, right? It's the freedom to choose what's best for you. Yeah, And I'd love to get a little bit of background from you because I know you're really passionate about this. In fact, it was really funny before we started the recording and he's like, now, you know, I'm not real big on Western medicine, right? And I'm like, good. I love hearing different sides of the story. And obviously you're really, really passionate about it. What got you going on this? Why are you so committed to this transformation for your clients? So I'm so committed because Western medicine failed me. And Western medicine, yeah, was a system that I grew up with, like all the listeners, right? I live in New York. I grew up believing in that science of, you know, there's something wrong with you. You go to the doctor, they fix you. And I learned at a very early age that that doesn't actually work and that the doctor doesn't fix you. And in my case, the doctor didn't believe me. And this was a theme that was pervasive my whole childhood and into adulthood. And it made me feel like I was broken, that there was something wrong with me. And I then learned that it's not me that's broken. It's a system that's broken. But because this system is pervasive, again, it's only 200 years old, 250 years old. It was created to be profitable, not to help people, but to keep people sick. It's a sick care system, (laughs) right? And so I had to look in other ways to heal my own body. Because every time I kept looking outside of myself for the doctor to be the superhero and to save the day... I was constantly disappointed. I was constantly let down and I was constantly not believed and taken seriously. 
And it it gave me a lot to think about. And someone who was working with chronic pain patients in the medical paradigm of, you know, Western medicine, I saw how it was failing my patients as chronic pain geriatric patients. And I was advocating for them, but I really didn't understand why it wasn't working because I was inside of it, right? Like, it's really hard to see how something is broken when you're so stuck in that system. And when that's what all you're taught, that's what you believe is true. And anything else is not real science, right? Like this idea of ancient healing practices, you can't see them. So they're not real. So it doesn't exist. Just like our intuition, right? For years, as long as we've been humans, we have used the plants and energy medicine techniques to heal and stay well. But the last 250 years, that whole idea went out the window. And this idea of pharmaceuticals and standardized medical care was what was supposed to happen. And so we have all forgotten of what the body can do, how powerful it is, how it was designed to heal. That is so true. And I'm so happy to hear you say that because we do need to get in touch with our bodies again. And one of the things that I heard you say that I thought was so profound is that you have the answer inside you already. And the biggest mistake we make is we always think somebody out there has my answer. And if I just tap into the right guru and I find the right brilliant person, then I've got my answer. And that's not true. People are leaders for you and they can give you an idea. They can give you a system. They can give you a process that allows you to uncover your own answers because your body is unique to you and the way you respond is unique to you. So of course there's no cookie cutter one fits all. There is a cookie cutter process, but there is not a cookie cutter solution. And that you have to take ownership of your own body and really listen to what's going on in there. Because there are messages that you're getting all the time. The divine is constantly speaking to you and the biggest receptacle you have for those messages is your body, not your mind. You keep thinking you're gonna get these divine downloads. Now I finally learned how to do that and I, I started doing that, but you get divine messages in your body first. So yeah, tune in, tap in, tune on, yeah. Makes a huge difference. So thank you for bringing that in. Thank you for bringing that up because it's it's a vital component. When we think we don't have any responsibility, I'll just go somebody, they'll write a prescription and hey, I'm all good. Nuh-uh. You missed yeah. the message. Yes. <laughs> you totally missed it. <laughs> Went right past yeah, it. And that's the thing because we're not taught, right? We're not taught that the messages from the body are to help us. We're taught that it's broken. So you take the pill, you numb out, you dissociate, you know, you 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 turn to food or an addiction to to make yourself feel better, but it's not addressing the issue. And in Western medicine, they're not looking for the root cause. They're just treating the symptoms. And a lot of times the way they treat the symptoms causes more symptoms, causes more imbalance, causes more disconnection, causes more frustration and more illness, right? And so this idea of not being taught how the body works, not being taught how the body's designed, not being taught how to support the body is why we're in the situation that we're in. And it's a novel new situation, right? Like it's not something that's always been like this. It hasn't always been like this. And, And you know, I think the other thing, sorry, I I think the other thing that people find really challenging is the thing, oh my gosh, now I have to get like a quasi medical degree in my own body and how, and that's not the case. I mean, obviously, Amy, you've got a very simple system that people can follow and implement 
and it sees some really profound shifts in how they feel. And it's so interesting that you brought up the symptoms because I usually ask people, so what are those symptoms that you notice in people before you start to work with them that give them the, uh uh-oh, you know, I got the wake up call. I need to call Amy, right? And you just said you're in pain or you're trying to distract yourself with something to feel like you're not in pain. And that pain can be a physical thing. It may also be an emotional thing because you're stressed out about something and you're trying to distract yourself from being stressed out about it. Did I, did I get that right? Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head because in our society, we're taught not to feel our feelings and not to feel our sensations because we can't see them. So they're not real. They don't exist. Right. (laughs) But by doing that, you actually are creating more stuck energy in the body, which is leading to disease, leading to illness, leading to more imbalance. The body's designed to bring you back into balance, but when you're throwing chemicals on it and toxins and eating fake food and putting, you know, taking prescriptions and over-the-counter medications and so on and so forth, you're just like putting fuel on the fire and the body's screaming to be heard. And you're like, nope, I'm gonna numb out. I'm gonna go on social media. I'm gonna Netflix. I'm gonna eat this food and it's gonna help me. But it doesn't, it actually doesn't fill the void. It actually creates a bigger void and it creates more of a disconnection between that mind, body, and spirit. And as I like to remind people, the mind is simply part of the body. Yes. Everything actually happens in the body first. So we're taught it happens in the mind first and the mind tells the body what to do, right? That's not true. It all happens in the body first. The body then communicates to the mind. It says, get online. This is what you need to do. And so this idea of like, you know, change your thoughts, change your, change your situation, right? It's kind of controversial because this mindset idea is great in theory, But if you're solely just in the mind, which is what I was stuck in with manic healing is what I call it, is I'm doing all the things, right? But I'm still numb from the neck down. So I'm doing all the things, but I'm not taking the body along. And if you're not in the physical body, you cannot heal. Right. You cannot do any of the things that need to be done. And so when we do this, oh, I'm going to say my affirmations, I'm going to, I'm going to do my mindset work. I'm going to do neuroplasticity. I'm going to rewire my brain. That's great, but you have to bring the body along. Absolutely. You bring up such a good point because everything starts in the body first. You get a physical sensation and then your mind gives it meaning. It says, oh, that because that means I'm anxious. And did you know that your body sends the exact same signals if you're anxious or if you're filled with anticipation and you're excited about something? It feels the same. You get the same sweaty palms. You get the same tingles in your tummy. It's exactly the same. same. It's just just your mind going, ah, I don't know what's going to happen here. And instead of being surprised and happy and excited that this is going to be beautiful and wonderful. You start making up stories about how disaster could happen. And, you know, unfortunately, our minds are so adept at focusing, <laughs> often on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. We, get, we get so trapped in these little mental yeah. wheels that we can't break out and start enjoying our lives again. So I love what you're doing to bring us back into the body center us, balance us, and allow us to really have a language, a dialogue with our bodies again. That is so incredibly important. Now, one of the things that I've noticed for myself, and I'm I'm sure you've noticed it too, whenever we want our situation to change, like we want to get out of pain, Mm -hmm. something internally has to change. And that's usually like a limiting belief or, you know, something like that. But I don't want to put words in your mouth. 
for you, you've got tons of experience with your clients. What are you seeing has to shift internally for them to move on and start experiencing more comfort in their lives? So rather than saying limiting belief, I say it's a process of unlearning, right? Because there's kind of a stigma with limiting belief that you did something wrong and you didn't. It's just this idea that you've grown up with all these beliefs and ideas, right? That were passed down onto you by your family, your culture, your society. It's not your fault, right? But you could take responsibility for it and say, I'm going to unlearn these behaviors, these beliefs, because they are harmful to me, right? Being a people pleaser, being codependent, putting myself last, doing everything else for everybody else, right? These are all parts of us. We all have them. But the problem is they kept us safe as children, but they keep us stuck as adults. And they keep us stuck in disease and illness and pain and imbalance. And they keep us stuck from living our life's purpose, right? What we all came here, decided to do. Like you said, we're all unique. We all have unique gifts to share. And we all have had unique experiences, which would make us the people that we are today. But when you can be curious about something that may not be true for you anymore, right? So like when you get triggered, it's because somebody says something to you that annoys you because it goes against what you believe, right? And that feels really bad. If we cannot be in that dualistic thought process all the time, if everything is black and white and we could get comfortable in the gray and, you know, tip, tip a toe in, see what it feels like. I'm all about small steps, like very small steps to not overwhelm the system and not overwhelm the mind. Because as I said, the mind is designed, the body is designed to kill, but it's also designed to keep you safe. So if you make too big of a change or you try to make too big of a change, the body's like, hell no, that's not <laughs> going to happen because we're going to die. So we're not going <laughs> to do that. Right. So it's important to understand that you can make changes, but they have to be very small. They have to be very manageable and you have to be supporting your nervous system and your body as a whole while you do it. You know, it's so funny. I read a productivity book that basically said the exact same thing. And I've forgotten the title of the book, but it's like small things or tiny steps or yes. something like that. I'll have to find the book because you're so right. I mean, in our entire lives and everything we do, radical change happens with baby steps. And so I would love it if you could share like what's, we always want the magic wand, right? We always want to be totally fixed in 10 seconds or less. Less would be better. In fact, yesterday would be even better. But if we can't have that, what is a step or a sign that we're on the right track? It's not completely gone. We're not completely healed. And we're making progress. What should we be focusing our attention on to show us that we're making progress? So I think the first step, and this is the first step I suggest to a lot of people, is to quiet the noise. And that's internal and external, right? So it's that monkey mind that's always on a loop, but it's also like, again, the belief system, the authority figures that are telling you this is how things are supposed to look. This is how success is defined. This is how wellness is defined. It's not. It's just the story you've been told, right? But you think it's true because it's the story you've been told since you were a baby. So if you can get quiet, so in the, the free gift I include, there's five quick tips of what you can do on a daily basis, right? To get quiet, to, to get outside in nature, to connect with her, to take five deep breaths, right? In a way that 
when we get quiet, we can hear that inner knowing, we can hear that inner wisdom, which is our intuition, but we were programmed not to trust it. We were programmed not to rely on it, to rely only on the logical mind, on the outside authority figure, on somebody else, right? To take our power away, but you can take your power back by connecting back to your intuition and you need to get quiet to do that, right? So yeah. You know, Amy, you bring up something that is really, really profound for me. And I, I it may sound a little tangential. It's not. I will bring it right back. So truly, I believe one of the things that you're telling us is, uh, okay, so I got a download just recently that every time I feel triggered or I feel discomfort, and it can be like I'm ticked off at somebody or it can be I stub my toe and it really hurts in this moment. Whatever it is, anything like that is the divine trying to get my attention. Because if I noticed it, the divine's going, great, we're so happy you finally woke up. This is your wake up call, honey. Now it's time for you to send love and blessings to yourself and to everybody else involved in this situation or impacted by this situation. So if you're watching the news, I want you sending a ton of love the whole time and send it to yourself and to others. And that immediately brought me back to what you were saying. And I think, tell me if I'm wrong, I think one of the core things that you're empowering people to do is self-love. Yeah. Self-love through self-care. And that is so profound because that's one of the biggest and hardest lessons for most of us to learn that the divine truly wants us to love ourselves and cherish ourselves and nourish ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're not taught how to but do you're that. worthy. Yeah. Like you're worthy of that, right? You're worthy yeah. of feeling good. You're worthy of being well. You're worthy of being happy. I mean, for so many people, myself included, what does it mean to be happy? I don't know. Like we've lived in such a chaotic, dark, dreary, depressing world for so long where we feel like we have no freedom. We have no choice, right? What does happiness feel like? I don't know anymore, right? So it's coming back to yourself. And I also suggest, you know, to be aware of what you're ingesting. That's visually ingesting. I don't watch the news. I'm sure you don't either. And I don't, you know, I don't spend a lot of time on social media because it's extremely negative to me and it doesn't feel good to my system. And I have a highly sensitive system. So I need to be really regimented about it. But I'm also really aware of not watching violent things. Like I watch happy, funny things before I go to bed. Yeah, I prioritize my sleep because sleep is so important. So I'm really, you know, people, when they talk to me, they think that it's really rigid the way I live my life. But the way I live my life is the way people have lived their lives for thousands of years, right? It just seems very different because we're in this technology-driven world where we revere technology and mother nature means nothing. I revere mother nature and technology is just like an added bonus that I can partake in, but I don't spend a lot of time there because you I don't, don't want, I don't feel good doing that. I totally get that. And I totally agree with you. And it's, it's kind of like relationships mm-hmm. because people who don't, don't understand how relationships work, they are often focused on what can I get out of this relationship? And that's the wrong focus. It's the wrong intention. It's always, what can we get out of this relationship? How can we celebrate our situation and find things to enjoy in our lives and in each other? It's always an enhancement of your emotions, your positive emotions. But sadly, if you do it 
poorly, it can be an enhancement of your unpleasant emotions and that's no fun. So I love what you're saying. This is so incredibly powerful. And you briefly stuck in a little thing about your free gift, but could you go back to that? Because it's so important people understand this is a, a vital first step for you to get into a whole different space with your body, with self-love, with intuition, with your ability to heal. Yeah, the free gift is going to offer really easy steps that you're going to read it and go, really, this is the free gift. But it's steps that you don't do. It's steps that we don't take the time or think are important, right? So getting outside every day, like that's important. But how many people actually do that? So, you know, I took the dog for a long walk on the beach this morning. I'm privileged in that I can live close to the water. I, you know, it's close to me to go and I take advantage of it as much as I can for many reasons. It's good for my system. It helps to breathe the salt air. It calms the dog down. So she's sleeping now while I do interviews. Right. So like there's, it's multi-purpose, but I don't take my phone. I don't, I just am in the moment because we spend so much time past and future tripping, right? Obsessing, ruminating, feeling depressed and anxious about what has already happened and what's to come. You only have the body's always in the now. Mm -hmm. So the more time you can spend in the body, the less you're going to future and past trip, the less you're going to feel depressed and anxious because you're going to be in the physical body. So when you get outside and you use your senses and you smell, you know, right now I can smell the irises and the roses are blooming. You can hear the birds. You can feel the grass, right? You can, whatever, you know, however that feels good to you. If you want to go to the woods, whatever that is, right. You can just be on your deck or your patio if you don't have access to green space. But I mean, I live in New York, Manhattan, there is green space, right? It's not the (laughs) cleanest green space, but there is green space. And so, yeah, I love what you're saying because you're talking about tapping into the abundance that is around you in the moment. And I love that you were very open and saying, look, you're going to think this is super simple because you probably heard it before, but there's a big difference between having heard it before and actively doing it on a consistent basis. Because if you're not doing it, you don't know it. Your body doesn't know it. And your body is the one that needs to experience it. So thank you so much for bringing that in. That is really important and really profound. Now, we always pull the rug out from under our guests because we love to make sure that we support you because we know when we give is when we get the most. So Amy, what can we do to help you? I would love for you to grab the free gift and actually do it. Like we said, right? So one of the things is breath, taking five deep breaths. So yeah, we all came into this world breathing, but how often do you actually take five deep breaths? Usually you hold your breath, you breathe shallowly, right? Because you don't want to feel the sensations or the emotions. But when you actually feel what five full deep breaths feel like, it can be transformative. And that's two minutes, three minutes, right? And so you actually will create coherence in your body. You will actually create connection between the mind, the body, and the spirit. And so I would love the listeners just to actually try it. Even if it's really simple and you're like, oh, this is, I've done all these things, right? To actually do them, you know, set out some time. I love that. And I will, I will definitely download your free gift. I will use the five steps, the five different options that you suggest. And I'm going to up the ante just a tiny bit, if that's okay. I would love to send you a video 
that tells you what I'm thinking about how I'm feeling before I do the five deep breaths, for example, and then how I'm feeling after and what I'm noticing in my body before and then after, because that is the key thing. You, you have to kind of get that set point of where am I now and then mm-hmm. where am I later so that you actively notice how things have shifted for you and how you've, how you've changed. And they're subtle. They're subtle shifts. But putting that kind of focus and attention on it will allow you to truly own it and experience the transformation. That's great. And they add up too, right? Those small shifts add up. So we celebrate the small wins. We take our small steps. We appreciate the small shifts and we celebrate the small wins because they all add up. Yeah. That is the transformation you've been looking for. Wow. Amy, what an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait to activate abundance because you gave me a ton of things. I was writing like crazy, trying to be really surreptitious about it. But yeah, I've got a tough road ahead because I only think (laughs) this is so hard but thank you so much for joining us we're going to have a lot of fun in just a minute with Activate Abundance so are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life you can get in flow with your business and your clients it's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. You can see why I was so psyched to chat with Amy, because she really gets it, and she gets it at such a deep level, and she's so playful and fun. I love that energy. It makes all the difference in the world. So let's go ahead and activate abundance, and I am going to choose what Amy was saying about unlearning behaviors that don't serve you. I tend to think about it a little bit differently because I always talk about the power of choice. Your superpower is choice. And so I view it as I'm deliberately choosing behaviors that serve me because I want it to align with the intention that I have. It all starts with the intention and then I activate abundance to focus my attention on where I wanna go with my intention. So step one is gratitude. I'm really, really grateful for Amy pointing out that we have the ability to tap into our bodies, this huge resonating chamber of divine messages. And we've been ignoring it often for years. And here it's just as simple as starting to pay attention and create that dialogue with your body. You can talk to your body and you can tell it where you want breath to go. You can tell it where you want healing to occur. So let's start talking to our bodies and having a more supportive and loving dialogue with our bodies. They're there to serve us. So let's serve them too. So step one is gratitude. Step two is acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. And for me, it was that recognition, that confirmation that we have the choice It's always a choice. I don't have to go for the French fries. I can go for the carrots instead. It's a choice. And I'm the one making it. Nobody's holding a gun to my head with those French fries, honestly. In fact, they're trying to steal them, right? (laughs) The best tasting French fries are the ones you steal. But okay, so I really appreciate that I have a choice. That's the acknowledge step. Step three is appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Well, knowing that I have a choice 
knowing that I can choose a different behavior, that puts the power in my hands. I'm not dependent on a doctor. I'm not dependent on a drug. I'm not dependent on a specific type of food. I'm not dependent on just one action. I have a lot of options. So I've got a lot of freedom. And I love feeling this sense of freedom and potential and opportunity. There, It just energizes me. Okay, so step three is appreciate the difference it will make in your life when you do step two, the thing that you acknowledged. Okay, step four is we actually activate abundance. And there's two different ways we can activate abundance. The first one is you pull out your calendar and you schedule it on your calendar. Choice tends to happen randomly. So I'm not going to be able to put on my calendar this time. So I'm going to use the other method, which is where I create a trigger for me or an anchor for me where I remember to take a certain behavior. One of my favorite ones is pulling on my earlobe. So I remember to show up with gratitude and I remember that I always have a choice. And my choice is to support my intention. Always. That's always where I want to go. Okay. So that's how I'm going to activate abundance for this particular idea that I have choice. Step five is celebrate your progress. You are making progress just by understanding the potential that you have. Here's this incredible resource that you haven't been optimizing and you haven't been taking as full advantage of as you can. And here's an incredible person who can help guide you and get you where you want to go. Just understanding that there's possibility here. There's opportunity here. And it's really close to home. In fact, it's inside you. It's in your body. Can't get better than this. How can it get even better than this? I'm sorry. I always have to reframe that question. Thank you, Divine. How can it get even better than this? And that's when you start looking for the little resources that can show up, the opportunities that are there for you, the interviews you can read, the books that are there, the guides that can serve you, the free videos you can watch, the free gift that was offered by Amy today. There are so many resources and tools that can support you on your journey. And it's all your choice. Pretty cool, huh? Thank you so much for joining me. I'll look forward to seeing you next time on The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.